0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Ali, you're got the shot. It's sun me. Yes,
1: sunshine. the net, Spurs-lead.
2: West Ham coming so close at the other end, but it's Tomlin who needs League of Time. What a finish
1: it was as well. sun sunshine. Sunny break here for Sutton Min, he's through, a chance for his second Going round the goalkeeper, 2-0 A little favour him, and he's picked it on the ball initially He's muscle working there against to himself know, in a right puzzle After
2: that, there's only one outcome. jump with this corner Oh, well, it comes to Llorente, and that may kill it. Just as West Ham United I get them down back be.
1: Quarter-finals, full-time score at London Stadium: West Ham United one, Tottenham Hotspur three. Hello, guys, and welcome back to a bonus edition of the Last Word on Spurs. Now you should know by now, you can of course follow the Last Word on Spurs across a range of different social media platforms. We are of course on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. You can also find us on Facebook, and also of course not forgetting Instagram. Now, for you guys out there listening to the show, you may know also be aware we have found ourselves on Spotify, Radio Public, along with the standard audio boom, obviously iTunes, Acast, where you can listen to the show, and TuneIn Radio. So this show should now be on a variety of those different platforms. So hopefully that should give you even more exposure to listening to the show. Joining me tonight, I've got three chaps with a combined age, I think complete, of 180, could you believe it? First up, I've got Jason McGovern with me. Jace, how are you?
2: How appropriate, that was ages match the day when Fernando Llorente scored.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you
2: were delighted to see it,
1: Jace, wasn't you?
2: Oh, delighted for him, that's for sure, you I, I, I get annoyed when our, our fans abuse our own players. So, you know, we uh, there was a few obviously came out, why is the lamppost playing and, and the old lamppost swung his foot in it and scored a, a really good volley. So, yeah, delighted for him.
1: He was a snowman, Jace. last October, wasn't he, when it was uh, falling? Yeah, it
2: he was a snowman. So, I think that's actually four goals in his last two starts, isn't
1: it? Not bad, is it? It's prolific. It's so, prolific.
2: Uh, you know, the second coming of Lorente is a polis, mate. Don't worry.
1: There you go. It's not over just yet. We'll join in, Jason, tonight two returning guests to the last word on Spurs. First up, we've got Ian Gunn back on the show. Ian, how are you?
0: I'm very well, thanks, Rick. Uh, thanks for having me back. And uh, just going on from what Jason was saying... The, 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 my favourite Lorente tweet of last night was um, being turned into glue so um, <laughs> that, that, that made me chuckle and then I think now Jason turned around and said well you might not want to do it just yet when he when he banged one in so um, <laughs> but there it was a good, good, good bit of banter last night it was, I did enjoy it.
1: it was yeah great great win and finally last but certainly not least, we've got the brilliant Vasconi back from Hotspur America Vas how are you coping?
3: Yeah doing great thanks Rick nice to be back and Nice to be forming part of the uh, combined age of 180, but that's only because Jason and Ian are 70 each. <laughs>
1: Oh, dear. I love these guys. Honestly, three wise men talking us through this episode where Spurs, we're talking about Tottenham beating West Ham in the Carabao Cup to set up a quarterfinal tie against Arsenal. So what a game that is going to be in store. We're going to cover that. We're also going to cover Wolves at the weekend back in the Premier League. I tell you what, Vass, I'm actually going to start with you. So... Spurs beating West Ham twice in the matter of a fortnight. Now, many will argue that does show the depth in our squad. Despite its critics, we had the likes of, you know, fourth Sanchez, Gazaniga, Winks all catching the eye with Son back amongst the goals and heavily down to Deli Ali's contribution. What did you make of the game against West Ham at the London Stadium, Bass?
3: Yeah, I thought we started the game really well, to be honest. Well, first sort of 20 minutes, um... But then as as we've uh, had a habit of doing in, in recent games, we all just sort of went a bit quiet, a bit on the back foot. West Ham got into the game. But listen, there was a lot of um, players out there who were either just coming back from injury or playing their first minutes of the season. So it was uh, unsurprising that it was going to appear a little bit disjointed at times. Uh, we even had uh, Serge Joria playing out of position at left-back. So, right,
1: yeah.
3: yeah, I think... Overall, uh, uh, it, it was a decent and quite comfortable performance. Um, going 2-0 up helped. Sonny finally getting some goals uh, since uh, March. And, um, yeah, Lorente wrapping it up. And we scored from a bloody corner. I couldn't I believe it. <laughs>
1: that's worth something, isn't it? Scoring from a corner, this first side, that's a, that's a collector's item, isn't it, Vass?
3: It certainly is in recent times, yeah. I'm surprised... Uh, eric got to be on the first man, to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> He's improving, Bass. He's improving gradually. Yeah. So it's like, how many years?
3: Yeah, it took a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's
1: most certainly. Well, let me bring it on to you, Jace, coming over to you. So, as we've mentioned there in terms of the line you know, considering half of this Spurs squad have barely featured so far this season, and it's really been mixed together against that West Ham team, how much credit does the team deserve as a whole? For a really, you know, gritty performance, and at times there was some fluidity in there as well. What did you make of the result, Jace, up at the London Stadium? Well,
2: delighted with the, the, the result, that's for sure, because I, I I could just see it a bit like uh, Vass was saying, could could see it being a really scrappy, ugly game where where people are short of rhythm and people aren't fully fit and and all those types of things. So I think you know it was quite nice to see that front the uh, the three behind Lorente all coming back. Uh, with obviously with Delhi Eriksson and and Son, I mean that's that's probably our most people's preferred three behind Kane. So and it was absolutely fantastic to see Sonny back amongst the goals. I think if anyone's seen his his post match interview, you could just see how, how important it was for him to to get those couple of goals. So and I think the team will definitely benefit from that because we all know with Sonny he goes on on great scoring runs, doesn't he? But you know it was uh, probably the one disappointment on the night for me was was Carl Walker Peters didn't quite step up as as I was hoping he would do. Obviously there's still a, a hell of a long time for Carl Walker Peters, but we perhaps saw why he's he's not pushing for a genuine first team place yet. But then the, the performance of Foyth and I thought Davidson Sanchez was absolutely outstanding. So there was there was there was a damn sight more pluses than than negatives, that's for sure. And and anyway the, the main thing was to go through to the next round and We've managed to do that. And, and Lorente's goal just just helps him in that, you know, it doesn't make anyone like him. It doesn't make anyone <laughs> want to see him play. It doesn't do anything like that. But it just means when he next takes the field, then hopefully there's just a little bit more confidence. And maybe positino has got a little bit more confidence to throw him on 10 minutes earlier in a game when, when you know, perhaps we can take Kane off if we're 2-0 up or something like that
0: in it.
1: Yeah. And Jason, I've got to ask you this question because I'm sure many are going to be thinking about this. Have you had, I mean, has this mended that broken heart of yours, James? Because obviously I know I've been with you around the radio shows recently and Spurs have got you down. Has this gone some way to healing that broken heart?
2: No, no, not not at all. It's just, you know, I think the Manchester City game got it out of my system where, as I've said, I mean, I think I said it on, on, uh, on last night's radio edition, I now don't expect anything from this Tottenham side. I just hope that it happens. Whereas perhaps for the past three years I've fully expected this Tottenham team to achieve things. Now I hope they can. But once that once once you've mentally adjusted to that, like I say, you just enjoy each game as it comes and if we if we get beat on Saturday or next week it won't hurt anywhere near as much as, as it would have done, you know, two or three weeks ago.
1: So almost an acceptance from you, Jace?
2: Yeah, just an acceptance that that you know, until there's one or two things change we probably won't yeah, I mean, you know, if we beat Arsenal in that quarter final, and you look at a possible semi with Borough or uh, <laughs> who's on Borough or Burton, you think, well, there's there's a, a cup final place waiting for waiting for us. But then you think, well, probably play Chelsea or City in the final, and and you know, then then the problem starts again.
1: Yeah, well, so what, let me bring it over to you, Ian. So Spurs, as we yeah. mentioned, they're marching on into the last eight. The last time they got this far, this. Well, Spurs in general in this Carabao Cup or League Cup, if you want to call it, it was back in 2014-15. I mean, I've always maintained the point, Ian. You know, it would be an utter travesty if this current squad, under I still consider to be our greatest modern-day manager, in Mauricio Pochettino, do not go on to win a trophy. Is that how you see it as well, Ian? Tell us your thoughts on that and what you thought of the game up at West Ham.
0: Well, I thought when it comes to winning a trophy, I think that we have to win. Trophy, you know, this This group of players and this this season, yeah. I think, I think, I think it's one of those things that we have to really set our store out for because if you look at it, you know, and you know, it's interesting, you know, to to hear Jason's views on 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 you know the club in general, you know, or sorry, the team in general. You know, I I I, I sort of like feel the same way about the club. You know, I'm I'm not not. Overly um, in love with the club at the minute, but I'm in love with the team, and I, and I think that for me, I want the team to go on and win a trophy. Because you know, let's be honest. You know, I I I would hate to be Harry Kane in five six years time, and he and he's and he stayed loyal to Tottenham, and he's not got any meaningful silverware in his in his cabinet. You know, and there are other. You know, Deli Alley is just is just sort of like committed himself for another 6 years at the club which is great let's go on now and start rewarding that loyalty by winning some cups because you know the, a, a cup win and and seeing your you know seeing your captain pick up a trophy is is something that you know lives with us for, for, for a lot longer than, than than the than the day that that, that, it, that it happens when it comes to the to the West Ham game I I must admit I was a bit like Jason. I, I, I didn't expect anything from the game. I thought that, you know, you look at the game last year, was seemingly cruising and we ended up losing it at was it at Wembley and I just Only think that, could do that Ian. <laughs> I need, yeah, exactly, and I and I just and like like Jason said, I I had no I, I had no views on that on, on how the game was gonna pan out. And then when you when you look at it and it and it was great to see Sonny, you know, get those two goals his first of the season. And you see that, then you see, you know, because cause when he when he plays with a smile on his face, it it illuminates and it seems to 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 knit into the rest of the the, the, the team, and 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 that little link up between him and Deli Ali, is, is is a joy to watch sometimes. And then you look at some of the other performances, you know, that that, that absolutely surprised me, and you think to yourself. You know, I think we all wanted to know where where Juan Foyth had been, mm. and you think I think he's been in the gym all summer, and he because, <laughs> you know, he he, he looked like he would put on a lot of, he he bulked up a lot, and he was able to 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 cope with, with 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 the the, the more rough and tumble game because I thought last year he looked a little bit lightweight, whereas whereas he he he's, he's matured quite quite nicely over the over the year, so it, in it, all in all, I was I was pleasantly surprised. You know, in 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 the performance uh, of of what was in parts quite a disjointed sort of team selection, but it was good the fact that we we rested ten of our players um, and and somewhat dispelled the rumour that that we we had no strength in depth. Hey, eh? there you
1: go. And, you know, like I say there, I mean, we're going to come on to one-fifth in a little bit and some of the other star players from the game. But I want to bring it back round to the actual team selection. So I'm going to come back round to you, Vas. So Maurizio Pochettino rotated his Tottenham Hotspur squad in the middle of what was four games in just eight days starts with starts for Gazaniga, Oria, fourth, Walker-Peters, Wanyama. Delhi Ali, and Eriksen were also deemed fit to play with a return to the side for Sonny and Lorente 2 as Spurs made ten changes from the game against City. Now, what did you make of that selection, Vass? When you first saw it, was you surprised, or was that roughly what you was expecting based on the fact you know it's 48 hours after we've just played a high intensive game against City?
3: No, I wasn't surprised with the lineup, and uh, I mean, who played against City out of that lot? It was. Uh... I can't remember Sanchez. now.
1: Well, Delhi came on for 20 minutes, didn't he? Sanchez. Delhi came
3: yeah, on for 20 minutes. Sanchez. Yeah. Well, this is it. So, so Delhi came on for 20 minutes. Ericsson came on for a few minutes. It was nothing really. We, we knew that these guys were going to get a game because they just didn't have the game time against City. So, um, yeah, as you quite rightly say, so it was only Sanchez that played from the City game. Um, but it had a had a bit of balance about it, apart from, as I mentioned earlier, Aurier playing out of position at left-back, which surprised me because I thought Carl Walker-Peters might have played left-back and Aurier could have just slotted into his usual role. But that aside, I think, yeah, there was initial cohesion. There was um, a little bit of sloppiness. We sort of lost our way for, for a bit, but the, the, the line-up didn't... Didn't surprise me because we knew that all those all those guys that played needed games, particularly those that were coming back from injury. So, yeah, it was as expected.
1: Okay, Jace, what were your thoughts on the lineup when you first saw it? Well, I thought it was a, a case. And I
2: said that the, the previous night that I didn't want to see a single player that started that Manchester City game taking the field. So, you know, I think we could probably have all predicted the line-up, with the exception of whether Sanchez was going to go alongside Forth or whether Toby was. And I think probably most people would have figured that that Sanchez being the younger one of the two would be the one. I suppose the only other option he could have had to make sure it was 11 is he could have dropped Wanyama into the back four and played him almost out of position and chucked Oliver Skip into Wanyama's place in midfield. But, you know, it was it was pretty much the side that I think we, we knew we had to pick. But you know, when you, you looked at it and you thought, well, Winks is in there, Sanchez is in there, Ericsson's in there, Ali's in there, Son's in there. It still had had a decent look on paper, didn't it? As You thought, well, you know, it, it's not quite a, a Carling Cup kids type side that, that teams used to pick. So, you know, there, there was still hope. And don't forget, you know, West Ham were forced into a number of changes. Obviously, you know, Foyth might have found life a little bit more difficult had had he had Arneltovic on the pitch for, for 90 minutes and things like that. So, I think, you know, our side on paper looked a lot stronger than than their side on paper. Albeit that, you know, you just didn't quite know what levels most of our side would reach because of injuries or or not playing too much of late.
1: Yeah. And Ian, coming round to you, just to go generally into the game, that first goal in Deli alley. A beautiful ball played through to Humminson who smashed the ball into the top corner to give Spurs the lead against West Ham. And Sonny personally ending a record club career drought of 19 matches without a goal on his 150th appearance for the club. A special moment for Sonny. Great to see him back amongst the goals, Ian.
0: Oh, definitely. As, as I said earlier on, you know, when when he's on fire and he's on form, you know, he, 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 he he's, you can tell, you know, because his body language and 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 his ability to 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 infuse that to the rest of the team seemed to sort of like come on and leaps and bounds and it was and it was good to see him score and and how how well did he take these two goals well, you know they, they they were they they were clinical efficient you know and and you could tell from from the, after the first one how 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 much it meant to him and then you know i just think that um you know, we we need it. We need all of our players to start. You know, all of our players to start coming back and starting to deliver to deliver for us. And well, I think we saw some encouraging signs last night, with um, with as I said the link up play between, you know, Delhi and and, and Son. and um, as we as we jokingly said earlier on, you know, um, <clears throat> Ericsson's ability to beat the first man <laughs> at a corner. So <clears throat> we we you know is there there, there was a a lot of positives. To take from last night's game, when as, as 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 we said earlier on, I don't think Jason or I really sort of like had much sort of. It, it, not, we didn't think that um, much was going to get. We were going to get much from the game. Mm. So yeah, it was yeah, it's yeah, it good.
1: Yeah, it was indeed. And Vass coming over to you about Sonny. Have you been concerned, Vass, about Sonny's form? Because we do know with Sonny, he has had at Spurs where he does kind of dip in, dip out of form. He has a gold glut. Then you have a period where he hasn't. I mean, hopefully now this is the start of where Sonny does start, you know, firing back at the, the back of the net on a regular basis now for Tottenham.
3: Well, you'd hope so. Um, maybe he just needed that one goal to to get him started. Uh, it's It was clear as well in perhaps his, his body language and the way he was playing that the summer took a toll and then the Asian Cup win took a toll. So all of these external factors were... Were, were at play as well, but yeah, you'd hope he'd go on the run now and and just pick it up from what the guys have said. Yeah, it was a it was a decent showing. There were some good signs, but I got to be honest, the last three games going back to the PSV away and even against City, I think there've been positive signs in all three games that we're starting to to find some rhythm and key players for us are starting to. Find their feet. We've had a we've had a sluggish start this season for a whole host of reasons. Um, you know, World Cup fatigue, uh, injuries. Uh, Pochettino's had to mess about with formations and dropping players and losing players and bringing players back, and then you had the whole Hugo Lloris stuff as well. And the, to top it all off, we've got this whole stadium delay, which whatever you say, it's affecting is affecting the players, it's affecting the fans and some of this uh, sort of gloom that's going around at the moment is, is really just that. I'm pretty sure that if we were sat in a brand new stadium right now, there everyone would be happy as Larry and not even thinking about anything negative. But I think there's been good signs in the last three games from the players. And I think uh, whilst there was some sticky moments last night, I think that, that's continuing as they all come back to fitness.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair, Vas. Like I said, a lot of off-the-field issues. Potentially, like I say, that's what I think is affecting Tottenham fans in general. And you can't blame it. You know, it's, it's it has been a real frustrating season on that aspect. And just bringing you in on Sonny. I know you're a massive Sonny fan. We know how big he's in Asia. Tell us you must be delighted to see Sonny back on the score sheet. And the goals he scored, Jace, I mean, they're not goals of a player short in confidence, were they? They were real good finishes.
2: They were two two top-class finishes. And I mean, I was going to say, perhaps if he doesn't score the first one... He's not quite as decisive with the second one, and he'd, he he may have been a little bit more hesitant or something. But then the way he took that first one makes you think it was a, a really instinctive finish. But we know what we know what Sonny brings to the team. Um, you know, I suppose he had the World Cup, he had all the Asian thing. Then you had Lucas Mora coming into the side, and and it seemed to almost be a, a shootout between the two. And Lucas Mora had started the season so well, but you know it wouldn't in the least bit surprise me if Sonny now gets a start. At, at Wolves on Saturday. But it, it's really important. We know he goes on real runs of scoring, doesn't he? And he wouldn't, in the least bit, be surprised to see him score, you know, seven in the next 10 games type of thing. And that, that's the type of, of form Sonny gets on. But but he's right, just that smile on his face is infectious. And he, he seems to like playing there, doesn't he? There, there seems to be a, a little look at the crowd <laughs> after both goals after And obviously, he takes a, a little bit of... Uh, Unnecessarily flat from them, and and they're perhaps about the only side that that do that to him. So whether that gets a little bit more in the bit between his teeth, he scored that fantastic goal, didn't he, at Wembley last year against oh, them, that wrestled a point. So he's he's had a big influence on games against West Ham for us, and you know, hopefully, we now get that that Sonny back because you know, as, as Vasy's saying, we need to hit the straps now. We need to get into a real rhythm, and there's been the odd flashes, there's the odd sign, but. It's time now to you know put a foot on the pedal and and push
1: forward. Mm, most certainly, and to our players that players are pushing forward, and you know really that's like how we're seeing a step up. And we've got to stick with you, Jase. I'm going to ask you about Juan Foyth now. This is a guy that I think Spurs have been crying out to see, just to see what level he's at. And in that first half alone, he produced a simply wonderful tackle to deny Antonio from advancing in the box. I mean, and that tackle, I think, Lely would be proud of that. But overall, Jase, really for me, I've said it last night about a phenomenal performance. So I'm a guy that hasn't really featured, and you know, I think training alongside the likes of Aldo Vieira, and Sanchez, I mean, that can only improve him. And let's not forget, Pochettino, a defender in his day, the coaching, I think it's doing in the world of benefit, isn't it?
2: Yeah, without a doubt. We need him to because, you know, when you go into the season with only three recognised centre halves and you've lost one, you know, my worry was, was playing a Sanchez or a Toby last night and them doing an injury, and we're, we're stuck then for three months with. With an inexperienced centre half, so I think you know, as Ian said, he's he looked a little bit more bulky, but there's still some work to do in that respect. I think it was probably helped a little bit that he was up against Antonio, not not Arnautovic last night, but that that shouldn't take too much away from his performance. As you say, that the tackle on uh, on Antonio was was reminiscent of a few of of Ledley's finest hours. So, and just his all-round composure. We, we, I mean, in fairness, every time we've seen him, he looks very comfortable on the ball, doesn't he? He does. And, yep. and he doesn't panic and he, he does stay nice and calm. Uh, I think when he played against them in that cup tie last year, he got caught a little bit unaware or a little bit sleep. I think for one of, I think for one of the goals, he let somebody run in and behind him without really being aware. So, you know, it's a year on. Hopefully, he's got a little bit more more of that education into him and a, a little bit more awareness and, and certainly, you know, you'd look at his performance last night and thought if he was playing at Wolves on Saturday, you wouldn't necessarily be panicking, would you? But no. you know, yeah. it's a long road for him. He, you know, it's like any player now, he needs to get to get games and, and we'll really form, you know don't forget Carl Walker Peters has been man of the match in his first two Premier League games and yet didn't look look a great player last night. So encouraging signs for sure and, and certainly something he can build on, but I'm not ready to, to, to think we've got the, the second coming of Franz Beckerbauer or something <laughs> on one performance.
1: Just yet. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, we've had so many questions come in, guys. I can't thank you enough. As always, you can get your questions into the last word on Spurs on our Twitter at last word on Spurs. Let's go through some of them, the fourth questions. I'm gonna come round to you, Ian. This is a question in from Rory at Rory for Spurs. He says, Would you start fourth in a back three so we can solidify our defence? Thoughts,
0: Ian. <laughs> who, who would we start him in about three against would, it, would is, is that well, like the next game or, asking, well, or in general what
1: do you think in general against wolves
0: would you be tempted to pick him what do you think um i wouldn't pick him i i i'd put him on the bench um but i think that, that if you look at, if you looked back at monday night there were some encouraging signs once we got over the initial wobbles um against City. There were some encouraging signs with, with Sanchez and Toby, you know, to in the second half for sure. Um, but no, I, 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 would, I don't think I'd start him against Wolves, but I'd put him on the bench. Okay, fair I, enough. I
2: could, just, just on that, I think, you know, the, the question is, you might get a little bit more defensive solidity from, from going back to that three at the back, but then you're going to lose one of Son... Ali, Ericsson or Lucas Moore are behind. And and that's always the flip side of it for me. You, you might get a little bit yeah. stronger defensively, but it's what you lose at the other end of the pitch or you suddenly have to play Deli Ali as as the midfielder alongside Eric Dyer, and then he's not quite making the runs beyond Harry Kane that he can
1: do. So yeah. I
2: think it's the adjustment to the team rather than just a personal thing of should Foyth
1: play. OK, well, let me come round to you, Vass. This is a question from Antonio at Ant... Uh, one and only. That's an interesting tagline. Um, he says, Vas, is Foyth ready to make his Premier League debut? Question mark. What a performance by the young man against West Ham.
3: This follows on from the last question really, doesn't it? And I've got to be honest, every time I've seen Foyth play, I have liked him. Uh, I, I like what he brings. He's composed. His positional sense is good. Um, when he hasn't got a pass on, he's not afraid to, to bring the Ball out into midfield and create some angles and, and get the play moving again. Um, he's quite good in the air, quite deceptive for his size, really. And we saw last night he's got good recovery ability. He helped Carl um, Walker Peters out on one instance when he got roasted by um, Antonio, and then he cleared from Antonio again when when he broken through. He's um, what was it Unaitovich anyway. He, he, I, I like um, I like Foyth. And I personally wouldn't have any qualms about starting him against a a Watford or or a Newcastle or or whoever, or a Wolves even. And if it was to go to a back three to accommodate it, now might be the time when um, Tongan's not available. And I hear what Jace is saying about, you know, you might lose some attacking options or whatever. But personally, if you've got three three at the back, there may be you could do with losing a Wanyama or someone and just play with a Winks or a Dyer and just have one central defensive midfielder, given that you've got three at the back like that. So, I don't know, but I I wouldn't have a problem sort of starting to integrate Pumfoyth. I'm quite comfortable with him and I think he'll only learn and he'll he'll get better.
1: Mm. Spot on. I do think, like I say, having those kind of players around him, as I said, the likes of Sanchez, Adaviro, Vertonghen, working with those guys on a day-to-day basis, and of course Pochettino. I think the guy's only going to improve, and I think, as you've said in there, you said he's, you know, he's he's bulking up in the gym as well. Jace, coming over to you. Sid at Sid Sellent says, "Very, very bold. Surely fourth is the replacement for Toby Adavirold. Quality against West Ham."
2: Well, I think it's one game that he's been quality, and you 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 don't make a a decision that he's he's definitely gonna to be Toby's replacement after one game, you know. People people thought Eric Dyer was gonna be this fantastic defensive midfield player and suddenly after three years everyone's slagging him off every single game. So that just shows you the the differences that can happen. But he did absolutely everything on the night we wanted him to do. He was fantastic on the night, and I'd have no worries about seeing him in a side on Saturday, but you know, only if it was three at the back. He certainly hasn't done enough to get in front of sanchez or or toby yet let's just give the boy time let him let him make the mistakes that he'll invariably make let him come to terms with the physicality of of premier league and the intensity of premier league football and and let's just see where we are 60 70 games down the line with him rather than declaring what he is after after one Carabao cup tie against somebody that isn't a recognized out and out striker in antonio
1: I think that's fair enough. And final question on Wan This is in for one of our own, Jamie over at the Daily Hotspur. Ian, I'm going to gear this one to you. He says, how does Wan get minutes for Tottenham Hotspur or does he need to go out on loan? Looks worthy of much more playing time for the club. What's your thoughts on that one, Ian?
0: If you look at our style of play, you know, and you look at the fact that over the last few seasons, both Toby and... And and Jan have, have 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 been injured and out for 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 a number of games. I think he'll get the opportunity with us, and I think he'll learn a bit more from from the players, as as Jason said earlier on about you know learning with with you know with, with the Yans and the Tobys and the Sanchezes and and all of that. So I think I think he, he, I think he needs to he needs to stay at Tottenham. He'll be and he'll get his chances, given the fact that. Our game is all about high intensity and pressing. And I think he'll get, he'll get game time because it's inevitable over the calls of a season that, that your, your squad does pick up injuries. And like we said before, it's a squad game. Um, and, you know, you, you, you hope that you've got somebody who can come on and not, you know, not disgrace themselves when they're given the opportunity. In fact, they, they actually take the opportunity with both hands and run with it.
2: Next round, Toby Sanchez... Or fourth.
1: Oh, who, for me, who, to- who's the Toby Sanchez. I mean, we're going to come on to the Arsenal preview a bit later, Jace, But He's for me, done. you've got to pick your strongest team. Have to pick your strongest yeah. team. It's it's now become one of the biggest games of the season, if not the biggest. Yeah,
2: and, and, and that's what I mean. However, in promising he was last night, mm. and, we, and we know that we sometimes rotate in caramel Cup ties. We'd all be a lot more confident if if it's Toby and Sanchez going up against Lazette and and Aubameyang than it would be fourth at this stage, so that that just tells you that there's work to do. But like I said, he was excellent on the night and did what he had to do on the
0: night. I'm sure. That weren't we discussing earlier on about the the, the, the fixture pile up <laughs> around yeah. the next, you know, around the next round of the Carabao Cup? And I think that that maybe maybe you look at it and there's there's maybe an, an opportunity for him to come out and and, and have a go in the Premier League on one of the games before. Because I think who's, who who it was playing before?
2: I got a feeling it's Burnley,
0: Burnley before, and I forget. I think it's Burnley before and Everton afterwards. So he he's, he may have an opportunity against one of those. Yeah, that Burnley game, the home game against Burnley or something like yeah.
1: that. Yeah, Well, most said sure at the moment there's plenty of games, isn't there? So there'll be the opportunity, I'm sure, definitely. You know, over the Christmas period into New Year for one fourth. Vasco, I want to come back round to you. So as we mentioned about Sonny, he's waited all season for a Tottenham Hotspur goal. And typically, what do you know, two come along at once for him. Dele played in the Spurs attacker for Son to get his second goal of the game. He rounded the goalkeeper. What did you make of Deli Ali's performance, Vass? Because it was a brilliant hour, I thought, from him. You know, assisted some for both of the goals, was a constant threat. I mean, that is the way, Vass, isn't it? You do cap signing a brand new six-year deal with a club and an unbelievable talent I've always said about Deli, and yet to even hit his peak, hasn't he, Vass?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, it just shows how important uh, he is for us and as young as he is, it's... Um he's become a, a crucial player for us, not just in terms of his ability, but also in the formation that we play and, and his piece in, in the jigsaw. So, um, just need to manage his recovery now, make sure we get him back to full fitness and he doesn't end up re-aggravating whatever was wrong with him previously. Um, but Deli is, um, is is a very good player and so pleased that he signed that contract. I mean everyone's sort of moaning and groaning about how shit everything is and then here <laughs> we are our um our players are committing to a new six-year contracts. So that's encouraging and we should take heart from that.
1: Mm. I mean come around to you JC with some lovely comments from Deli Ali on Thursday, where he said you know, he loves being at the club, he loves being a part of what the club is doing and where it's heading, and he said Poch is the one we're working with all the time. It's his philosophy, it's the reason we're all here, we love playing for him. When I think about signing, obviously Poch plays a big part in that, and he actually refers to him as Poch, not Pochettino, not Maurizio Poch. I mean, great comments there, and you'd like to think, you know, Jason, with the rumours about you know, the Real Madrid job with Pochettino that Hopefully, that indicates to us that, you know, Pocci's mind is family-focused on Spurs, and I wouldn't like to think Ali has signed this new deal if Pochettino isn't thinking about staying at Spurs for hopefully many years to come. No,
2: well, I, I shouldn't think, in fairness, Deli Ali said to him, will you be here for six no, years?
1: but you get the gist well, of where I'm coming from. No, I know where yeah.
2: you're coming from, and, and it was fantastic news. It was, you know, it has been... Um, it's strange, just we've won we've won most games, and yet it had been a tough couple of weeks, I think, just... Just through some flat performances and dropping a couple of silly points in the Champions League and things, um, so it was need. It was news that we needed, wasn't it? It was news that we were probably expecting months ago. And I think, a- along with Christian Eriksen's, and the longer those two didn't sign, we- we'd had the boost of Harry in the summer. And you just thought, look, come on, we, we need a we need a little bit of uh, of good news to come through, and um, it-, it was important to get that. He's, he's a fantastic player. Um, we we wax lyrical about him pretty much every week, don't we? And and his role to the team. And I think, you know, once he gets himself properly fit and can start making those runs beyond Kane, I, I think the link up between Harry Kane and him is, is huge, isn't it? And it's, it gets us going. And it's perhaps what we've lacked between Kane and Lucas Moura, despite the fact Lucas Moura has actually played quite well this season. There just hasn't quite been that that chemistry between Lucas Moore and, and anyone else on the team, surprisingly enough. So, yep, it's important to get him back. And let, let's hope now, we, as Fass says, that we manage the injury properly. We haven't rushed him back like a, perhaps we had done for the, the previous round or when he played at MK or whatever. And, and he's got all that behind him. And, and we just now get, get the rest of the season with on top four.
1: Most certainly, and coming around to you, Ian. You know, beautiful little flick for you know the first goal to set up Son. The second one, a great ball to find, So, you know, eye of the needle pass. And again, I ask you, Ian, you know, the comments from Delhi where he says Podicino played a massive part in him signing that new contract. It's great news. Let's get your reaction to that and his performance overall against West Ham for the hour.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I can I can only echo what you know, my 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 fellow. <laughs> Pod, pod members have said about him signing and you know I think that um what what got me with the his performance at Stadium MK was how mature it was you know he, he you know I, I think he was he was I think he was honored to be given the captaincy on the night and I think that um he he, he played like a captain you know he you know he, and he led the team like a captain and, and of course he scored the mm. <laughs> he scored the two, he scored his penalty normal up in normal time. He stepped and he, up when uh, a team needed.
1: Always seems to he step did. up in a big games, doesn't he? Always seems to get the yeah. goals. You know, I think in the semi-finals, you look at it. Yeah. He's always a guy. You know, Real Madrid, the big games. Ali is yeah. always there, isn't he? He's a special, special player.
0: Yeah, and when he's when he's on song, you know, and what I love about him is is that you know, whilst all the focus might be on Kane, mm. he, he has that ability just to just to drift. So true. Yeah. You know, drift, drift, drift away from, from, from that, and, and and find space. And 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 I agree that um, that whilst, you know, that the form of Lucas Moore has been great, and and you know, it, it, it's it's great to have a fully fit or, or to to get a fully fit Deli Alley back on the pitch because it offers us something different. And I always think that that, that a really good quality side. Has got different options in different positions, Smart. and I think that, and I think that he is one of them. And you know, he's and, and it was great, you know, for going back to the to the other part of the question about the West Ham game. As I said earlier on, it just just it, it's just great because I think that that brings a boost to the mm-hmm. to the to the to the supporters who who, who you know haven't had the, you know, it seem, seems it to have gone flat. And I'm one of them. I I, <laughs> I openly admit, you know. But you know, you look at it and and you think that. Um, you know we 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 do you know we we go to to spurs because of, of often you know we we we've grown up with with enjoying a certain brand of football and it and it and it looks like we've we're slowly starting to get you know like the Ericsons and the and the alleys and the sons and and the canes back fit and and, and hopefully we'll we'll get our um our, our, our free flowing Tottenham
1: back. Mm. Well, Vass, I mean, you were the one saying there beforehand. You were saying it's clicking. Now, I start to see over these last couple of weeks, slowly but surely, it's gradually getting back to that you know football that we know we love and adore under Pochettino. But give us your thoughts on Delhi Ali signing so that new deal, Vass. Let's get your reaction to it because he said himself, you know, Delhi. For him, I'm still going to keep working as hard as I am and keep fighting and being part of this team. You know, how much we love Delhi on this show, and I know you, you do your own show, Vass, and I know you love him on there. What's your thoughts on his overall performance against West Ham? A couple of great assists for Sonny.
3: Yeah, two great assists. Uh, and as I said earlier, he's a, he's a valuable player for us. Um, and, you know, sometimes what, what, what his comments have done, actually, is, is focus more on the reality over the perception. Um, Poch was using this um, comparison of reality over perception in a different way earlier in the season. I think he was trying to say that the reality of us being uh, of contenders is different to the perception of us being contenders. But what I'm talking about now, the reality and the perception, the perception is that everything is doom and gloom. Everything is, if we don't win the trophy, um, we're all going to go to hell in the handcart. And (laughs) it's going to be a pile of shit if we don't win the trophy because the media are telling us we've got to win the trophy and everyone's buying into that. Of course we want to win the trophy, Every team, every supporter wants to win a trophy. That's what we're in it for. But if we don't win a trophy, it's not all going to go to shit. And we've you don't got think players that's, here.
1: That doesn't concern you? I must have just picked up on that point. Because but this, my concern, Vass, is with this current group. You know, it's, it's in its fifth year now. No. How much... No, do you, it's not. Go no, on. it's not,
3: Rick. Okay. The first year... Mm. of Poch's tenure, yeah. were the Stamboulis, the Cabuls, the Byors, the Soldados... Right, OK. We've got to stop counting that so year. So tell
1: me, tell me where you think we are in the project at the moment. So you, obviously, we all know we're... Listen, we know that it's, it, we're ahead of it because of the nature. We, we wasn't expecting it to go as quickly as what it has done. Granted, I'm you on that. So where are we now, Vass? Where do you think the point comes where this group looks at this manager and thinks, right, we do need to start winning something. And again, for Pochettino, when does he look at what he's done here and think, do you know what... You know, where, where Where is he at as a manager now with Spurs? You tell us, what do you think?
3: Pochettino is loyal in every regard. He probably wouldn't have even... I think it's just something we said on Hotspur America as well. He probably wouldn't have even left Southampton if the ownership hadn't changed. OK? He knew he was coming into a long-term project at Spurs with Levy. And we're only really four and a bit years into it. Okay? And if you discount the first year with all the nonsense that you had to...
1: Okay, so that's, that's, that's a transition up. season you're referring to. That's my yeah, Okay, absolutely. fair enough. Right, okay.
3: So, the, um, the pressure to win a trophy is coming from outside. Mm. Okay? It's coming from the media because they, they're saying to everyone to believe that this is it because... Spurs a gate crash the party. And if they're going to great crash the party, they better have a few bottles with them. <laughs> because if they haven't got any bottles, they can leave. All right, we don't want them here. And this is what it's all about. They're putting the pressure on. They're constantly linking our players with moves away, mm. yet they're signing extended contracts. They're constantly linking uh, Pochettino to other jobs. That Real Madrid job will be there. Always. Mm, Yeah. They're not going to have a manager stay there for more than probably two seasons. Pochettino can go to that Mm. job if he wants in two years' time or in four years' time. There's no rush for Pochettino. Okay? So if Pochettino's bought into the project, which in all intents and purposes he has, then he's going to be somewhat patient. But that doesn't mean to say he's not frustrated at the moment because he possibly is. He didn't get any players in the summer. We still haven't moved into the stadium. But all the while, we're going through this period of turbulence at the club and people are still saying to us, you've got to win a trophy. Well, hang on a second. Yes, we want to win a trophy. Nobody said that we don't want to win a trophy, but we're going for a period of turbulence. I think the, the, the real pressure comes next season. Once we're in the stadium and we've maybe added a couple of pieces that we you keep saying, Ricky, we need a couple of pieces. <laughs> you don't and, agree, Beth. Um,
1: do you look at this yeah. mod do you agree? Be honest, do when you you know every yeah, time I feel like do, I say though. that. We probably do,
3: mm. but as we showed last night, we do have some strength in depth. I think mm. that the whole the whole issue now has mm. been lack of form and but injuries and and all these other things that mm. have infiltrated what we're going through. But yeah, we probably do need a couple of pieces. You know so, what I'm
1: referring to, that's the big games yeah, yeah. in the Champions League. Those games where you need those couple of players that you have know, been there, done it, got over the line. I know me and Jason had a massive discussion last week about it may not be possible for Spurs to obtain those players right now. I don't disagree with that, but you, you know, I know you know where I'm coming from.
3: Yeah, I do know where you're coming from. But even if you're talking just about the Champions League, I mean, had it not been for... Hugo in two in two games. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean. Yeah, of course. And, and right. a lack
3: mm. of, and a lack of concentration in the first game in Milan. I mean, you know, these are these are basic errors that have been um, executed by players. Players have to take responsibility. Anyway, getting back to the point. sorry, I'm digressing. <laughs> do fine. No, it's, <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a really interesting chat. Yeah, Go for it, please.
3: The, the the pressure is to win a trophy. It's 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 kind of pervading our our whole being at the moment. We are probably only halfway through a project, OK? We've got to remember our starting point. So I think once we're in, this, in the stadium, that's going to be so key. Next season, by all means, then you can say you must win a trophy. Hopefully we'll win one this season, of course. Mm. But if we don't, you know, I don't think it's going to be the end for you know, either Pochettino or many of our players, to be honest okay. with you.
1: There you go, you heard it from Vasconi here first, so start <laughs> Sorry, moaning mate. next season, not this season. Wait till Listen, next. i tell
3: you what, we've got five games in November. I'll stick my head on the line and say we're going to win all five of them. There you so, go,
1: there's the man yeah. for you. And if you don't like what he says, <laughs> go to Hotspur America and go find him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cheers, mate.
0: <laughs> right, I'm going to be really controversial here. I, I am one of the people who think that we should win, that we should win something. You know, this I this season, I, this season, definitely. You know, it's been ten years since we've won anything. You know, and and it's and you know, and it's it's. I've said this before, right? I, I am fourth generation Spurs fan, right? It it's me, eighty year old dad is the only one left alive in our family who's ever seen us win a league. So, I'm not saying we should go out and win a league, but. We need to win things because when I grew up supporting Tottenham, and as we said before, you know, you know, Jason, I think you were there in '84, you know, when 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 we picked up the um, the, the, the the European Tottenham. yeah, I was there as well, mate. <laughs> and you were there, and you were there as well. Yeah. yeah. How how good a feeling was that? And how oh, the best. Of, it was how the long was that with you? I mean,
2: was there in
0: nineteen eighteen oh one when we beat Sheffield United <laughs> There you go, there's
2: 180
3: <laughs> we were talking Kevin about, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. three. Listen, I wouldn't win a trophy as much as the next guy, honestly. Mm. Um But I just, so, I'm, I'm so not buying into gone? the pressure right now, right. to be honest.
0: Okay, <laughs> so we, we're, we're all talking about a project, aren't we? Right? So it, as part of that project, you know, if you've got supporters out there and there are those supporters who who shout louder than some others about winning things. How long, how patient do you all think we have to be?
2: Such a big debate, isn't it? I mean, like I said the other night, as fans, of course we all want trophies. My my, my only doubts about winning a Carabao Cup is, is when I look at 2008, it led to absolutely nothing, and within six months, we sacked the manager and sold the, the two best players in the team. So, you know, what did it actually bring to our club? My, my feeling has always been, we need, I don't want to win one trophy. I want us to have a period like, like we did in the early 80s where we won two FA Cups. We got to a League Cup final. We won a Europa Cup or a uh, Europe, uh, UEFA Cup. Right. Like, like in the 60s where we won a double and then we won the Cup the next year and then we went on to win the, the Cup Winners Cup. You know, I want a, a, an era like that. And I I don't, you know, it's the in that old top four type debate. I, I still think, you know, to do that, we need to keep that a squad and build on that whole squad so that we, we get an era where it's not just one trophy. It, it does become three, four, five trophies. you fairness, like Willie Chavad, you know, we, we all took the mickey out of them, but they've still ended up with, what, two or three FA Cups in the last five years and things like that When when they've not been at their best. So... I want an era like that where, where it's multiple
3: trophies. I've got to clarify. Um, I'm not saying I don't want a trophy. I'm not buying into the premise that if we don't win a trophy, everything falls apart. That, that's my point, really. Mm. You know, it's not going to be the end of the world if we don't win a trophy. Of course we want to win trophies. But it, right now, it's about laying a foundation, OK? We won the FA Cup in 1991, OK? We won the UEFA Cup in '84. And because we didn't have a decent foundation, after about 86, 87, we nearly went bust in 1990. 1991, we won an FA Cup. It took us 15 years until Martin Yol came along and started to turn us around a little bit that we started to head in the right direction. Mm,
1: that's fair. So yeah.
3: winning a trophy in isolation isn't enough as much as we want it and, and crave it. We've got to start doing what Jace says. We've got to put ourselves in a position where we have a period where we're regular winners of trophies. Now, I know it means you've got to win the first one to get onto that thing, and I accept that. But I'm just saying that right now, today, I'm saying that if we don't win a trophy this season, I don't think it's going to be the end of what we're building.
1: Okay, Yeah. there you go.
3: But next season, we've got to start winning, yeah, be, got to be in a position to start winning trophies on a regular basis
1: that's to happen that's to happen because my concern is that this great squad that we've built and you know, the, the, man, the magnificent manager we have I don't want to see this fall apart. It's so special. It's a wonderful time. I still think to be supporting the club. I know, obviously, there's issues off the field. But on it, you know, it's a really special group with a fantastic manager. And I'm going to try and bring it back to the West End game before this does derail the show. Because it's a, it's a wonderful debate. I'm glad we've got it in there tonight. And I'm sure we'll cover it on a more detailed... Well, we'll cover it in more detail on an occasion when we've got more time. Because it's a wonderful debate. And it's something that has to be had. But let's discuss Lorente. Jason, your favourite player, as we know. So, there was no snowman there was no statue it was his goal it was a great finish and you just wonder Jace, minutes before that when West Ham got a goal back how much the interruption of that fan that came onto the pitch disrupted them I mean, it was just insane wasn't it because I think before that you know, the corner was given they were setting up this fan runs on Llorente's in a free man for the corner and scores to make it 3-1 you just think at times they're their own worst enemy West Ham aren't they? Yeah
2: well they are but I think the, the pleasing bit for me is when we've conceded a goal this year, we've we've gone through a period where we then look really edgy, or we've, you know, we haven't shown much fight. So having gone two 0 up, they they score, and you start to think, oh, is there shades of last year? Is there shades of PSV in this? There's shades of Milan in this, or anything like that. To 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 go three one with what only three three or four minutes later, wasn't it? You know, we'd won the corner. All right, he, he comes running on the pitch, but we were already at the other end of the pitch, back on the front foot, winning a corner rather than. Instantly doing stupid things and giving the ball away. So it was it was the response to to West Ham's goal that, that I was particularly pleased with. Need a meaningful goal. That was a meaningful goal last night. You know, people will think, God, oh, that was a night lorente score. Whereas, you know, his hat-trick against... Who was it? Against Rochdale. Yeah. Rochdale wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his hat-trick against Rochdale just instantly gets forgotten because it's Rochdale. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was important to get that one last night. And hopefully he takes confidence from it and... You know, again, I, I wouldn't ex- hope he doesn't start in the next round. But, you know, if, if, if he comes on for the last 15 minutes at Wolves, you know, we probably won't be quite as, as up in arms about it as if we would have been if he had gone goalless again last night.
1: No, that's fair enough. I mean, I want to bring it around to you now, Vas. Obviously, we're pushed for time. We're going to try and squeeze as much as we can. We've got so much to cover. We've got to cover the Arsenal draw as well. We've got loads more listener questions. We've got the Wolves preview. I'll ask you, Vas, Paolo Gazaniga again making some really important saves on the night for Spurs and keeping up this 100% record in a Spurs shirt of winning every game. He's played four of them this season. I have to ask you, Vass, can he genuinely challenge Hugo Lloris for a starting place in this Spurs team?
3: Oh, I don't know, mate. <laughs> uh, I know Hugo's made some errors uh, recently. Um, it's a tough one. I don't know if I've seen enough of Gazaniga to make that assessment. To be honest no, with I, you,
1: I like him best, but there's no doubt about it. Even sometimes his positioning from corners, he's, he does look a bit flappy, doesn't he? I mean, don't get me wrong; he's made some great saves, made some crucial saves against West Ham. I don't know if he's ready yet, though. Do you know I mean for that for that starting berth? Would I be right in thinking that?
3: Yeah, I'd probably agree with you, Rick. Um, I don't think he's... I, th- listen, the thing is now, he's 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 number two, isn't he? Mm. he seems Which to he's be deserving two. of that.
1: Most deserving number two now. God, yeah, yeah. Of that one. Mm. And
3: the only reason he's not um, playing in the Champions League is because I don't think he was on the... in, in the squad that was submitted for it, was he? Mm. So, Vorm, Vorm's got to play uh, when Hugo's going to be suspended next week against PSV. So... Otherwise, I think Gazzaniga would have played. So, I think he's definitely the number two.
2: It's a lot different being a number two to being the out-and-out number one. And people's assessment of you as a number two is, oh, well, he's come in and he hasn't made a major mistake. And he's looked quite secure when he's come in. But there's a lot more demands on you when you become the number one goalkeeper. And you're under a lot more scrutiny then. So, uh, I mean, again,
1: you know, it's Arsenal
2: in the next round. Who are you picking?
1: Strongest team, aren't you? Picking Hugo Lloris, you have to. There you go. Mm. There, there you go. go. You the question, doesn't it? I mean, Ian. Let's bring you in. Let's get your thoughts on Lorente getting his goal and Gazanigo another fine performance. Ian, touch your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I think I think Lorente. We, he, he's he's a strange he's a strange cookie because, you know, we, we all know we've all seen him throughout his career, um, you know, scoring for fun at the, at the places and he's been at. You know, and he did he did really well in that season for Swansea. And you know, and and it and it's interesting. You know, it's amazing what happens if 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 we do manage to 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 beat the first man at a corner. Um, you know, he, he seems to be able to take up those positions. And it's interesting because when you do watch him play, he is he is quite an intelligent player. And I just wondered, I just wonder because we don't see enough of him that maybe you know. On, on the games that, that he comes on, they haven't he, he hasn't got that that telepathy if for want of a better word that, that Kane has with the rest of the team because he definitely takes up the positions as he did last night and it was a fantastic finish.
1: Mm. I think the problem he, is yeah. with him. You might agree with me or maybe not. I mean, I just think sometimes we haven't always played to his advantage. We bring him on, correct, and then yeah. we just seem to fire low balls in the box where the guys <laughs> six foot. You've got to look for him yeah. in the air, haven't you?
0: But then, having said that, we we we, we would joke. We, I was with 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 my with my lad and a few others, and he's he's often one of those blokes that when he jumps for a ball, he ends up sort of like shorter than <laughs> if he was just a standstill. <laughs> if you get my drift, I get you. Sam. He sort of, you know, and but you know, go, go, so that was that, That's the that's the Lorenzo. What was the other question, Mick? that Gazaniga, What you thought of his performance Gazzaniga. overall? Mm, what do you think of him? Yeah, overall, overall, I like his distribution. Um, he, he he's quite command he, he's quite commanding um i, I agree with, with 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 the other two about loris it's 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 a long way from from him being you know our number 1 to, to 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 hugo dropping down the picking order and i know hugo is is, is 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 liable to the odd mistake but you know he's he's still you know a world cup winning goalkeeper and he's still you know, was he only thirty-one? Is he Hugo? So that's right. Yeah. You know, he's, just, you know, he's not even getting into his prime yet. You look at Buffon and and now and now well got towards his late thirties even. So I think I think you know we we've still got a lot of a lot of decent um, yards left in 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 Hugo to be our number one for the next three or four years.
1: There you go. There you go. Great comments there. I mean, we've got so much again to cover. We're going to try and squeeze a little bit about West Ham before we move it on to the Arsenal draw and Wolves preview. Again, we're going to throw in some more listener questions, guys. So don't worry, we still got them here. Jase, coming over to you. The so Spurs ended that game in midfield with Harry Winks and Oliver Skip. I mean, that's a nice little, you know, midfield duo there. I mean, that could happen in maybe years to come. What did you make of Winks' performance, Jase? Always a player that, for me, recently is looking good in a Spurs shirt. Just quick thoughts on those of guys.
2: Yeah, he's just just building his way back to to fitness, isn't he? And there was that one worry in the, I think it was in the first half when he went down in a crumpled heap, and you thought, oh no, not again. But you know, he got himself through the game. We we, you know, the, the impressive part of his performances this week was those twenty minutes uh, against Manchester City, and and that's that's the Harry Winks that we want to see, and we know he's capable of. And he he just needs that real run and run of games and rhythm and confidence in his, in his body to be able to perform that way. But he's a super little player and hopefully we, we get that over the coming weeks.
1: Mm. Another academy lad, Jason, you briefly mentioned was Walker Peters. Do you think on the back of that performance, you know, he didn't really do enough to really justify his, you'd say, even squad selection for the upcoming weeks. Am I being harsh saying that? Because even Pochettino, you feel, you know, he ultimately, I think like Vass pulled it up, he put Oria in at left back so he played him out of his own position to you know let Walker Peters have his position on the right and he didn't really have what you'd call a great or commanding game up against Antonio did he?
2: No and obviously Antonio's physicality is a lot stronger than than um than Walker Peters and obviously he's a more experienced player so he has that little bit more know how but you know we've we've said I think Jamie said it as well and, and I did on Tuesday, you know, I want to see Carl Walker Peters get his chances, but perhaps we saw last night why why he has still gone with with Trippier's and Ben Davises and things like that. But you know, on the flip side of that is he won't get the improvement unless he's playing. I, I kind of hope we get a really good loan for him in the in the second half of the season, so that he can get out and play regular football. Ideally, it would be at Premier League level. Although, you know, I, I don't think too many Premier League sides in the bottom half will take a punt on a on a young kid if they're going to be fighting against relegation. So it will perhaps will need to be a championship side. But I'd, I'd really like him to, you know, just get 20, 20 25 games under his belt this season. And, and so that he, he, one or two of the little bits of naivety go out of his game. And, and then, then we'll start to see if he's, if he's genuinely capable of stepping up.
1: Okay, well, let's throw another question in. This is going to go to you, Vass. So, this is from Tottenham Boxing Talk at Tottenham Boxing. He says, "Is it about time we give Aurier a run at right back?" I mean, to be fair, he's been injured, hasn't he, for a while? And he also says, Does Oh, he also says, "Should we give Walker Peters more opportunities where possible?" What do you make of both those points, Vass?
3: I personally think Aurier uh, was playing really well before he got injured. I agree. With you. Um, yeah, definitely. yeah, it started to settle into the side. Uh, given these ups and downs from last season. And I think he's got to be staking a a claim now for that regular Mm -hmm. right-back spot, particularly the way um, Kyle Walker-Peters was... uh, Sorry, uh, Trippi has been playing recently. So, yeah, uh, I think uh, Aurier, I'm I'm all for playing him at right-back on a consistent basis.
1: Okay, interesting. Um, And Vaseming, thoughts on Harry Wink's player you obviously not had a chance to have you on the last couple of weeks so Winks has been in that great form recently what do you make of Winks generally
3: yeah he's got, the, he's got the makings of a very good player and he's starting to play a little bit more find some form I thought last night he probably disappeared a little bit second half but that might be to do more with Wayne playing alongside him as opposed to Dyer, perhaps. I think Wayne Yama still looks a bit lost. He, he's not been the same since his injury. Um, but Winks is definitely one that's uh, moving in the right direction.
1: OK, and Ian, let's get your thoughts on those players. Give us your thoughts on Carl Walker-Peters first. If I, I haven't asked you about him yet, have I? So tell us your thoughts on Carl Walker-Peters.
0: Um, yeah, you know, as I said, he, he had those two games... Um, when he when he played for us, was it Newcastle away was was the one. And he, what was the next one? He got man of the match on. He got man of the match on both of them. Um, and I just think it was that Leicester, wasn't it. Leicester. That's right, Leicester. Leicester. That's right. Yep. That's it. And I and I just I don't know. I just I, I think I'm, I'm with the other guys. I, I I think that you know I think that maybe 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 some time out and loan at somewhere like Norwich or Millwall or. You know, somewhere where where he can learn his trade a little bit more, a bit like On, on him as has done, you know, recently. You mm. know, we we need we need to give him some some game time just to see if he's ever going to press on to that level that we need him to be. And as for, Winx, mm. as for Winks, as for Winks, I <laughs> when, when he came on, he came on against Man City, and I, I know you've probably waxed lyrical about this. He he, he was brilliant. I was have many. to say for, mm-hmm. the, for that for that 20 minutes he came on in the second half. I'm thinking, as I said to my mates at the end, I said, "Oh God, should should we have made those those substitutions earlier?" And and you know because he was brilliant. And and you know you look at it and I think at the time I think he was on for a little a little bit with David Silva and and Bernardo and 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 I think he he was he was up against De Bruyne for a while and. He never looked out of place. No, he didn't. You know, for that, mm. for for that twenty minutes, and I and and I just think that, please God, if a, if, if 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 there is a <laughs> if there is someone up there, you know, let let him develop into the player that that we all we all wish he can be, because mm. you know, you you look at that game against what was it? Was it was it Real Madrid last year? Oh, he
1: ran the game, didn't he? We well, ran both but the
0: games, didn't he? he ran both. Yeah, of he, yeah. A, he, he absolutely ran the games, mm. and I, and I just think that you know, it, wouldn't it be great that if, if we had a had a, add, add one of one Harry of our own up front, and, and one Harry in the midfield, agree with you that. know, that of, of, of our own that, that, that we that we've developed, and um, yeah, it's great great to see. I like I like Winks. I think he's a great little player.
1: He is indeed. Well, just on the West Ham going to finish up. So Spurs have won three successive games at West Ham with two coming inside a fortnight. West Ham's record for successive wins at the London Stadium is two. Spurs have won more games at London Stadium than West Ham had all season. And Mark Noble's got the cheek to have said Spurs have made a similar start to them. Don't know what he's smoking. Uh, we can't forget the likes of it. Oh, Jason, have you seen the uh, the video going round of that bloke went onto the pitch and the Spurs fans singing is that Mark Noble or is that you, Mark Noble? Fantastic video, that.
2: I haven't I, I video, but uh, it would have been a pretty scary sight
1: seeing Mark Noble come onto a pitch for West
2: Hammer. <laughs> he's, he's finished, isn't he? He's absolutely <laughs> finished as a player. You, I mean, his tackle at Leicester that got him sent off for the game was, was disgraceful, and I think... You know, along with Wilshere, they've got two absolute cartels in midfield. So, <laughs> you know, couldn't happen to a nicer club, couldn't it?
1: Fantastic. Vass, I want to come back round to you. So, after that West Ham game, we had the thrill of the Carabao Cup draw and Arsenal, I mean, you couldn't make it up, could you? Away at the Emirates. I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be a really, really mouth-watering tie, this one. And I've said it, Vast, and I'm not scared to face them. I really am not. You know, It would be so special, I think, for the Spurs side you know, to get the first trophy over the line with Pochettino, beating the Arsenal on the way. What do you think, Vast, on the draw? Um,
3: I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted, Burton, that... you
1: wanted Burton or Borough?
3: I wanted Burton or Borough or somewhere like that, yeah. Bournemouth at home, maybe, I don't know. But, um, yeah... Listen, it's done, it is what it is, and I don't actually mind playing them at their place. I think it'll be a good game, and I certainly think we're in with a shout. So, yeah, it would have just been nice to avoid them, because I can't stand them.
1: Nothing to fear, (laughs) there. nothing to fear.
3: (laughs) No, no, we'll be fine, mate. By that point as well, we'll be buzzing. Mm.
1: Jason, can I come round to you? I'm getting sick of hearing about this 13-game unbeaten run. I've not been beaten anyone any credible yet. Let them go to Liverpool this weekend and see how they come out, because I'm sick about hearing about this 13-game unbeaten run. You know, haven't played anyone
2: credible yet, have they? Well, you, well, you, you're unlucky if you've heard about it, because as soon as it comes on the TV, <laughs> I just switch it off. All so, right, okay. I, I haven't heard anything As far as I know, I don't know how many games they've won in a row. So you just instantly <laughs> hit the mute button or, or stick on Quest TV or something. What on earth? Oh, what? Is that the importance of the Caramel Cup that it's on Quest TV? <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't even heard of Quest TV. I kept thinking, where's the bloody highlights or anything? So... You know, but let, let them do what they're doing and, and concentrate on their selves, wait, at the moment. That's all.
1: OK, we've got some quick-fire questions in for the Arsenal preview. I say Arsenal preview, Arsenal draw. Let me stick you, Jace. This is from Habib Hayats. We'll try and answer this as quick as we can. He says, Drawing Arsenal is our only hope of winning the Cup. Potts will have to put out his strongest available team. He will not want Spurs to exit out the hands of the Gooners. That means we would be in the semi-final if we win. No game back from that point. Jace, quick thoughts on that question.
2: Yeah, well, I, I I totally want him to feel our strongest team. You know, we had it. What was it four years ago when we played them in the in the Carling Cup then, and we lost at home oh, to. Oh, that Flamini yeah, double
1: wasn't it? Do you remember that? We played that was... what
2: Fazio. Yeah, I mean yeah. Flamini of all people scored twice. Yeah, you're right. That night Fazio I remember Fazio in defence,
1: and all of us were screaming at the time when that team came yeah. out. We were like, "What is Fazio doing in that back line?"
2: So, and I think, you know, I've asked the question a couple of times tonight about, you know, Kane on Lorente playing or fourth playing. For me, you absolutely pick that strongest team. And I, I think, in fairness, the fact it's Burnley beforehand and Everton on the Sunday afterwards, you know, th- there is four days before and after the game for recovery. So, to me, there's no reason for him not to, to go absolutely hell for leather in that game.
1: Okay. Fair enough. I'm gonna come round to you next on this, Ian. This is from Cooper at An American Spur. Who says with us facing Arsenal in the cup in December, do you think Potts will start to take it seriously? Is there now a belief that we can win this cup? Thoughts Ian? you.
0: Um if you want me to be quick, I'm just gonna say yes and yes.
1: Okay. There you go. But Ian, <laughs> that's on, the, way that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it, is it? We're so pushed There's for God. time. We're trying to fit in a walls preview as well, guys. But just generally, you know, we talk about the lineup for this one and. I've got to ask you, Vass. you know, coming over to you. I think this is not a game, like Jason said, that you, you don't play about with a lineup. You know, despite a great result against West Ham where, you know, a lot of that squad, you know, really kind of came into their own. They contributed to a fantastic win. But we have to play for me, our strongest team. You know, take the competition seriously. After this, we're only one game away from a semi-final. You know, you know I've made the point it's that the point now, this team have to win something. You know that's my views on it. But generally, if that's for you. You surely only really be seeing Spurs first team go out there against Arsenal, don't you, in this cup?
3: Yeah, but, yeah, of course. But what's Spurs first team? I mean, everyone's got different opinions of who should be starting. You know, does if he started say Sissoko and Trippier and Davis, does that mean he hasn't fielded his strongest team? Um, or if he's played Lucas instead of Son, or if he's played. Uh, I don't know, Lamella instead of Ericsson, does that mean he hasn't played his strongest team? I mean as long as he puts a team out there that is good enough on the night to compete and win the game, that's all we can ask for because, you know, we run the risk again of of just getting into a frenzy about you have to pick your strongest team. I mean we don't know what's going to happen around that time and whatever you say, it might only be Burnley and Everton, but Depends where we might be sitting in the league. We might need points. And so, therefore, Pochettino has to balance that out. I'm sure he'll field a strong team either way. Whether it be 100% our strongest team, according to everybody across the Spurs fan base or not, that, that remains to be seen.
1: OK, interesting. But, Jason, to finish up with you on this Arsenal game. You know, we've been drawn away to them, as we know. Finished above Arsenal twice in consecutive seasons. Is it a point now, Jace, where we go there? I know you said we have to go there and believe we can win. You know, you talk about going to venues now, not being scared. We've taken away so many hoodoos in the past. You know, Poch got that Chelsea one off his back, didn't he, last season? Do this squad, do you think, go there now, Jace, with genuine belief that they can get a result there, if it is, you know, what we say is hopefully going to be our strongest team?
2: Well, you would hope so, but, you know, it depends obviously what happens in the, the league game before the cut tie. But, you know, this. The, the players have got to believe we've gone to Stamford Bridge and now won there and we've gone to Old Trafford and won this year. So, you know, they've shown they can go to stadiums where we haven't had comfortable days a win. But and it's time we went there and won. You know, I think we've only won there once, haven't we, since they've gone to that, to the Emirates. That's so right, it's yep. time, to, time to, you know, hopefully we're going into Christmas having won there three times.
1: <laughs> I agree with that. Well, listen, guys. We're going to be so much build-up to that game. There's going to be such so build-up. We're going to look forward to that both on our show and obviously Love Sport as well. Let's quickly turn our attentions to Wolves. We're going to try and cram this preview in. So let me start with you, Ian. They're tenth in the Premier League. They've lost their last two Premier League games after a fairly decent start. I mean, they've taken points off both Man City and Man United this season. Therefore, this is not going to be any easy task for Spurs, is it? Up there against Wolves because you just feel if we're not at the top of our game, then you know we you know we could be on the wrong end of a result here, Ian.
0: Yeah, totally agree. You know, I've I've been very impressed with how how quickly you know wolves have acclimatized to life in the Premier League. You know, they've um they've obviously done their homework. They've they've built well. Uh, the, the spine of their of their team has, has come out of Portugal. Um, and and I just look and it'll be um it'll be interesting to see, you know, how, how good Matinho is. Seeing as we all spent for been hours, <laughs> and the hours, on the phone. weeks, Ian, uh, when we wait uh, for that transfer, yeah, but like, God. yeah, right, waiting for him to sign for us oh. and and all that sort of stuff. So, um, but you know, you know, taking taking my tongue firmly back out of my cheek, I just think that, um, you know, we're going to have to be on our game. You know, there there is, you know, let's let's be honest, and it's an old cliche, but there is no such thing as an easy game in the That's Premier not- League, and mm-hmm. and, I, and and I think that I think Pochettino and the, and, and the squad have learnt that, and and I think that they will be, that they will be fully up for the for for the game, you know. As 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 as, as we time walk back into the seventies. <laughs> I bet
1: you're looking forward to that, isn't you? A good old trip out of the. Walls oh, of
0: do, do you of know walls what? Mine. It was really yeah. funny because because um, I said to my my mate, I said, um, "I'll get the train up," and he said, "Are oh, you going to get home?" I said, "Tell me, it's not a 1945 kickoff." And he said, yeah, it's quarter to eight. I said, you're having a laugh. So, you know, so that'll be fun and games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, I always, always look forward to my trips to the Molin- to, mm. to, to the Molyneux. So, happy days.
1: I remember my dad in the past we about Wolves away. So like you go up there, coming back home, you might be coming back in an ambulance the way it used to be up there. God, all those years ago, it was a oh, really yeah. rough place to go, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Let me bring it on to you, Vass. We're going to quickly fit in this preview. So, thoughts going into the game, Vass, because their manager's had a... He's looked really good this season, hasn't he? He's, he's you know, blended this squad in well. I mean, granted, they've had back-to-back defeat rules in the Premier League. But they look like a fairly decent side. I mean, for me, they're no side that we fight fighting relegation this season, Vass. I might be wrong, but the way they started, they look a fairly decent, established Premier League side so far.
3: Yeah, they've they got a good side. They've got good players. They play good football. Um, they They're busy. They, they get at people, you know, people like Neves and Mutinho are quality players. Their manager's a good manager as well, from what I've seen. As, um, so, very impressed with them. Um, I mean, I, I suppose people will be expecting them to bounce back after two defeats, but we, we've got to go there and just match them, play our game, um, win the individual battles, and then... Hopefully our quality will, will show and we'll, we'll get come away with three points.
1: Okay, Vas, let me push you for a prediction. Come on, you've got to do it on this show.
3: Uh, well, I said we're going to win in November, didn't I? So I've you got did. to stick with it. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, created a rod for my own back now, haven't I? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go... Two one
1: Spurs. Two one Spurs. There you go. A nitty gritty two one Spurs win. Jase, coming over to you. You know, Ian's got it in my head now about Moutinho. I can't forget it. Another one, Jase, to add to the pile that somehow never came off to add with the likes of the Morientes and the Damiel's. That's all coming around again in January. Looking forward to that. Jase, coming into this one, give us your thoughts and a prediction, please, for the game.
2: I think the, the key to playing them is to not allow Ruben Neves too much time on the ball. Mm-hmm. He's he's a fantastic player. How? How the hell he ended up playing in the championship? Well, you know, and perhaps that's perhaps that's down to some dodgy dealings on their part with well, George Mendes last year. But he's a fantastic little player, and if you give him time on the ball, he can hurt you. But other than that, they've struggled a little bit for goals of late, and you, you, they, they've made a really impressive start. But perhaps a couple of uh, couple of defeats lately have perhaps knocked a little bit of confidence. So I, I expect us to go there, and I, I think it'll be a tough game. That's for sure. But. I'll go for a 2 0
1: Spurs win. 2 0 Spurs win. There you go. Another clean sheet for Hugo Lloris. Coming over to you, Ian. Prediction, please, for this one.
0: I'll go. I'll go two-one. two-one. I think that um, it, it'll be tight. I'm going to join but you. I think we'll. I think, I think we we'll have. Yeah, I think we'll have just enough. Yeah, just enough quality and depth to, 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 to get over the line.
1: There you go. A full house. A full house of Spurs wins. That's not bad at all, Ian. I can't think if I come back on the show tonight. I'm sorry it's been so long. I promise it won't be as long next time. You have my word.
0: Ah, oh, that's all right, mate. As I said, I'm always here, you know, <laughs> and um, you know, and, and, it, and it's nice to, to 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 get back and 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 be part of of the old guard oh. as, as, as as you said at the beginning. So um, happy days, yeah. Thanks for having me back, mate. You one have our Ian. Uh,
1: we'll never forget that part of the original four. <laughs> never be forgotten, honestly. One of the men that was part of the foundation, as Potch would say. Ian Gunn, been fantastic. Vass, thank you for coming back on as always. I appreciate the show's gone on longer than it would normally. But you know we love having you here, Vass. We know we love the debates. And please tell us where <laughs> fans out there that listen to this show can find you and obviously your friends. We love them at Hotspur America. Tell <laughs> us where we can find you, Vass. Come on, give us the plug. Yeah,
3: well, the length of this show is partly down to me ranting, so apologies for that. Um, I probably, I don't even remember what I said now, thinking back, but there you as go. All good, Vas. Um Vass. Yeah, uh, yeah, the show, Hotspur America, you can find us on um, iTunes, uh, any of your Android podcasts, we're also on Spotify now, uh, We can get us on Spreaker links, check us out on Facebook, at Hotspur America, Twitter, at Hotspur America, and also on Instagram, Hotspur America pod.
1: I always make this point, Vess, you are, I think, the first podcast to always drop, aren't you, after a weekend game, I feel like you're always out there for a Monday morning, great listen commute in the way to work.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes we, if we've played on a Saturday, we, it, the pod might even be out on a Sunday night. But um, yeah, definitely usually drops on a Monday morning first thing.
1: There you go. So start your Sunday or start your Monday morning with Hotspur America. And then you have your Tuesday with last word on Spurs and a live radio show. So Vass, can't thank you for coming back on again. Won't be too long, Vass, I'm sure. No, a pleasure, Rick. Thanks for having me on, No problem mate. at all. You're a top man. And Jace, thank you as always. It's always a pleasure, Jace. <laughs>
2: No problem mate. Just just delighted we got that win last night.
1: Yeah, well there you go guys. Well listen, we're going into the weekend. Hopefully with Spurs continuing winning waves. Let's hope we go to Wolves and get the win. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the weekend. And as always, come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network.